911. I don't know if I should have called this in or not, but... What's going on? If I'd have a camera, I'd take a picture of it. Take a picture of who? I don't know what... I don't know what it was. He's walking upright like a man. I would not kill it because I was afraid to. But he went back up the mountain. Hello, and welcome to Bigfoot Gumbo. Bigfoot Gumbo would love to hear from you. If you have a story you would like to share, send us a voice message and it may appear on a future show. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 2 of Bigfoot Gumbo. On this show you're going to hear about a Bigfoot in Utah. We're also going to hear from our field correspondent, Bobby Francis. And he's going to tell us a personal story he has. Then we're going to hear about a big beer merger. We're also going to hear about a Cajun favorite called Boudin in our food segment. So thanks for listening and we hope you enjoy the show. Here's some news about Bigfoot. wanted to talk about one of the best Bigfoot videos I've seen in a while and it was filmed on January 6th of 2019 in Provo, Utah. The video is taken in a residential neighborhood and they're looking up a hill and they spot something big and black. So the guys decide to go up the mountain and when they get up there they see tracks Then they get someone back on the ground to film them, to compare sizes, and they are a lot smaller than the creature that was up there. You can find the video on YouTube. Just do a search for Bigfoot in Provo. In my opinion, this video looks real. It would probably be hard to fake. What do you guys think about it? This is a special report from our field correspondent, Bobby Francis. This is field correspondent, Bobby Francis, checking in to Bigfoot Gumbo. I want to share a little story that hits a little bit close to home. The story is about a little paranormal activity that didn't happen necessarily to myself. happened to a person very close to me. Uh, they're almost related, you could call it, my twin sister. So, in Florida, where we lived, the house that we grew up in, it was on a swamp. And there were houses to the left and to the right of us, so it was in the neighborhood, but the back of all these houses were, they shared this swamp, large swamp. It was probably about half a mile wide, and on the other side of it was another suburb, there was another residential area. And, uh, nothing necessarily creepy happened. Uh, you know, being, being a young kid in the house, you know, there were times where you kind of be 
petrified or terrified if you know, it was a two-story house. And for instance, my mother liked to leave her bedroom window open upstairs, and her door wouldn't shut too well. So every time there would be a huge gust of wind, it would open up the door and slam it shut. I beat myself a couple times. Anyways, so this instance, my sister, she was older at the time. She had already went off to college and then came back and was staying for a spring break or some holiday. And she was sleeping in her old room. And in this room, she had always told me that she would hear a tapping on the window. Middle of the night, it would wake her up to tapping on the window. Uh, she didn't tell me if she would necessarily look out and see that there was nothing there. Or if she did look out and there was something, she would just say that there was a tapping at the window. And she had always sensed something in the house. Well, she had she'd come home, uh, you know, again, spring break or holiday, can't truly remember. She was telling me about how she had she had gone to bed and she'd gone to bed and she woke up in the middle of the night by and I forget how she said she woke up, but she was awake. And as soon as she woke up, the sheets that she was sleeping under pressed all the way down, flat on the bed, all all throughout the bed, on top of her, almost like she was in a, like a vacuum sealed case, just all the way down, she could breathe obviously, because it was a sheet, but it panicked, it panicked her nonetheless, and she was stating that whenever she was trying to figure out, trying to wrap her head around what was going on, and why she couldn't move, and why the sheets were pressed down so hard on her, there was a voice that said, get out. Well, she didn't she didn't mention if she started praying or what she did, but apparently she was released from the uh, the sheets and then uh, went upstairs, told our mother, and mother was saying that she just made it all up. It was just in her head. And needless to say, she went back downstairs, turned on all the lights, did not go back in that room. This was around 2.30 or 3 o'clock in the morning, but she waited until daybreak, and then she... Uh, she took out and went back to uh, her college dorm that morning. So that's the uh, that's the paranormal experience that uh, that happened pretty close to home, actually literally in the home that I grew up in. But uh, she's she's never been one to actually, you know, BS. She's actually a straight shooter, storyteller. She'll actually tell you a little bit more than what you want to know, and she's a little bit too truthful at times. But that's what makes this story so credible because she has no reason to lie about it. But that's all I got for you today. This is Bobby Francis checking in. Back to you guys at Bigfoot Gumbo. Well, thanks for that special report, Bobby. I found that story fascinating and creepy, especially the part about the tapping on the windows. If any of you are listening on the Anchor app, Send me a voice message and let me know what you think about the show. Here's some news about beer. So I have a little bit of beer news for this episode. This news was kind of surprising to me. Um, It came out on Thursday, May 9th, 2019. And it's the news that 
the Dog Fish Head Brewery is merging with um, Boston Beer Company. I'm sure all of you know about the Boston Beer Company and Samuel Adams. Um, most of you probably know about Dog Fish Head too. So anyway, they they plan on merging. I think the idea there is that by combining the two companies, they'll be able to uh, compete with larger international companies. So we'll see how that turns out. Let's talk about food. So since we're from Louisiana, in our first ever food segment, I wanted to promote some local Louisiana food. It's one of my favorite foods of all time. It's called boudin. And it's a type of sausage that we eat down here in Louisiana. It's a combination of cooked rice, pork, onions, green peppers, and seasonings. And I can eat this for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So if you're ever down in Louisiana, try to find some boudin and try it out. Well, that does it for episode two of Bigfoot Gumbo. We hope you enjoyed the show. Stay tuned for episode three, coming out soon. To contact the show, send us an email. Our email address is listed in our description. This show was produced by Fufole Productions.